Hey, everybody, before we get into this episode with Mark Maxwell and Mike Stewart, I want to remind you about the Unplanned movie. Some of you might be familiar with the controversy surrounding the movie in that the MPAA slapped an R rating on the movie, and it kind of maybe puts a damper on a lot of Christians or people of faith from going to see a movie. They might veer away from, uh, shy away from seeing an R-rated movie. And it also makes it uh, pretty difficult for young people who really need to see the consequences of abortion from seeing the movie as well. And uh, I encourage people, I've seen it, and I want to encourage you to go see it. It's a great movie. It's about my friend Abby Johnson. Abby had two abortions herself, but then she went in uh, to the the abortion industry, and she rose through the ranks of Planned Parenthood uh, over a period of eight years, eventually became the director of her branch of Planned Parenthood. And one day she assisted in a uh, ultrasound-guided abortion, and what she saw that day changed her life forever, and it opened her eyes and— um, it, it really, really is a life-changing experience when you watch her story in the movie Unplanned. So I encourage you to go see it. Unplanned is going to bring you an eye-opening look at the abortion industry from a woman who was an insider. She was a passionate advocate. So go see this movie. You can go to unplannedfilm.com for more information. That's unplannedfilm.com. I encourage you. You will not leave the theater the same way as you went in. So go see the movie right now. It's at a theater near you. <laughs> And hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chad Braithers Show, hanging out here in Studio 22. Let me tell you something. If you still believe Justice Small is in- innocent, you're stupid. <laughs> you know good and well that man kicked his own butt. He just didn't slap himself in the face because that's his moneymaker. Isn't that right, Hot News, Natalie? That's absolutely right. That's right. So uh, Kim Fox, isn't that her name? She was the prosecutor. Yes. Who dropped the Smollett case, and now she's claiming racism. She did. She accused a black police chief over a black suspect and a mayor who was Barack Obama's chief of staff <laughs> and calling this a race issue. But it's Trump's fault because Trump created an atmosphere worthy of a black man beating his own ass. I mean, I'm telling you, you can't make stuff up in this day and age. I, we were just talking about that before we came on. Welcome to the show. Don't make me go into my Harold Swindle asking you folks to give. Call us up and give us some money. Speaking of giving us some money, Chance! The rapper is sitting over there, sitting in with Puppet Master Mark, hanging out in the director's chair, and of course, party foul Steve. I need some money. Hot news, Natalie, sitting over there in the peanut gallery. And I'm not going to lie to my guests when I tell you guys that party foul does need some money. Mark Maxwell, Mike Stewart, R.W. Arms, Fort Worth's own R.W. Arms. Everybody's kind of been up in arms, no pun intended, of this whole change to bump stock legislation and how it's an infringement of the Second Amendment. I personally uh, never had a bump stock. Bump stocks, of course, got they got a lot of press and a lot of everybody started blaming bump stocks when things like the Vegas shooting back in October of, what was that, uh, 17? That October of 17 or 18? 17. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, that's right. October 1st, uh, 2017, the Route 91 Music Festival, the, the Mandalay Bay, the shooting that happened. And uh, apparently the guy used bump stocks. A lot of questions that are there. A lot of questions. We'll never know because they quit investigating it. And they quit telling anybody what happened. But uh, President Trump comes out and everybody I know disagrees with him when he says, okay, we're going to ban bump stocks. And, uh, well, the guys I got sitting here today, uh, Mark and Mike, there's a lot of M's going on here. Mark Maxwell, Mike Stewart, (laughs) Mark and Mike. Not only is their claim to fame as us having some fun in Vegas uh, at, the, <laughs> yeah. at the last shot show back in January and making sure that that town ran out of ran out of booze, but they have RW Arms, which I said is based in Fort Worth, Texas. I want to read right. this press release before we get in it. I start making you guys talk. RW Arms, a wholesale distributor and retailer of firearm accessories and components, including high capacity magazines, performance triggers, scopes, and parts for semi-automatic rifles. And let me tell you, you guys said it. You said, we appreciate the support we've received, and thank you for your business. As a small, 100% veteran-owned and operated company, we value your loyalty and cherish the Second Amendment. RW Arms will continue to bring leading and innovating products to the marketplace. Why do you guys matter? Well, you matter because, and correct me, and I know you'll correct me because there's things legally you can say and legally you can't say, but you guys basically had control of all bump stock sales in the country. Correct. So your business has been hugely affected. I mean, you guys do a lot of different things, but having that bump stock thing, tell me, let's let's start about the most recent happenings 
You guys had to get rid of some bump stocks. Yeah, we sure did. Let's we talk about that. About 73,000 of them. Yep, just over 73,000. So were, so were those ones that y'all had in stock? That was all in inventory Yeah, that we had to destroy. And I know in the press release, you guys talk about filing suits saying, hey, if the federal government's going to tell us we can't sell this product, that it's now federal uh, illegality, you're breaking the law to sell this or even own it. Or even possess it. Or even possess it, Absolutely. even look at it, touch it. <laughs> Making gun owners legal gun owners, felons yeah. overnight. Yeah. Because of a plastic stock and not because of legislation, but because the rule was changed. Yeah. But you guys are seeking a reward. I mean, not a reward, but you're like, you you should be paid back for that. Absolutely. It's clear Second Amendment overreach. Everyone knows that. What they, I, th- I think there may be a little bit of misunderstanding in that it's also Fifth Amendment yeah. uh, issue here. That's a clear takings uh, issue. Um, you know, it's not. It's not just about future loss. What this is really about is what the current loss was for us as a company. Yeah. So. Well, if they can do that, what else can they do? I mean, what if they say, okay, guns are legals, but triggers are not. We're going to take all triggers. All triggers are now illegal. Obviously, that slippery slope talking point is always there. It, you know, bump stocks are first, binary triggers, performance triggers. What is it next? Is it high capacity magazine? No, scopes. 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 They make you more accurate. And then make yeah. you increase your vision better. for longer shoots. Right. I mean, what, what else is it? Well, and that's the deal. I mean, you guys, and I love it because, you know, by the way, we, you guys are building some rifles for us right now with mm-hmm. some, I mean, some tricked out, like it's going to be, I want mine on hydraulics, you know, to pop up and down, you know, <laughs> like a car in the barrio. Just doom, 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 doom. I want a little radio on my rifle and everything. Let's just trick the thing out. Yeah, Satellite radio. Will. I want to be able to listen to Howard Stern while I shoot my targets. Um, but no, I mean that's that's it, people don't understand. There there's a recreational aspect to shooting. Correct. Hot news, Natalie, her husband and brother-in-law have DFW Gun Sports. They're building the Texas Gun Experience, where you can go into an indoor range in Grapevine, Texas, and shoot a selection of 200 machine guns. It's it's fun. You know, we talked about Vegas. You can go out there and you can shoot machine guns. You can drive tanks. You can, you know, there's elements of of fun and recreation. All this stuff. absolutely. And things like a bump stock. Now I can't hit the side of a barn with a bump stock on a rifle. I've never have been able to because it's a different it's a different motion of having to push against the gun rather than pulling the gun into you. You know what I mean? So it's 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 I, I always looked at this, a bump stock as saying it really kind of makes you less accurate. You can if you don't know what you're doing. Sure, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It's fun either way. It's yeah. just like like I said, just taking out a twenty two and plinking. It's a bump stock. You're going out and shooting fast. It's Yeah. That's what we used to do in college. You know, in college, we weren't allowed to have guns on, on campus, but we did. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was a long time ago. We are way past the statute of limitations. Kick me out. <laughs> Kick me out of school. I'm done with you. But, no, we'd go down to the train tracks down in the woods, and we'd, you know, we'd had our little 22 with, the you know, the banana magazine, and we'd, we'd start firing away at things, just plinking stuff, and we had a blast. We weren't hurting anybody. We weren't shooting at anybody. We weren't taking risks or anything. Those guns didn't hurt anybody, did they? No. Not, it never. And never. those guns in Vegas. Yeah. It wasn't the guns. Right. Everybody's talking about these bump stocks and guns. It's not the guns. It's the idiot behind them. Yeah. We need to be talking about the mental health. Why is this idiot doing it? Yeah. Again, you put those guns in that room without him there, there's nothing that happens. Yeah, then you just have a stockpile of guns sitting in a hotel room at Mandalay Bay. And nothing happens. They're not going to climb up. The guns didn't break the window out. The guns didn't fire down on these these folks enjoying a concert. Mm-hmm. They didn't fire down on these people playing the concert. They didn't do it. But I'll ask you, we had uh, our buddy Colin Noir on the other day, and and different ones I've asked, you know, the Vegas thing. Did the guy act alone? What's y'all's opinion on that deal? We're too close to the situation. I was going to say, you can't <laughs> even can't. answer, can you? We, we have been instructed very clearly not to answer any questions. Uh, we cannot speculate at all. I love this. This is what makes us a real show. <laughs> when we have no answers, this no, is what I love. What we can do is talk about the, the what we what we saw. Uh, we will both tell you there were bump stocks on rifles in the photographs. Yeah. Uh, there still isn't anything in the report, any police report, that those rifles that were photographed there on the floor were ever used. Ballistics were never matched up, mm-hmm. never even talked about. So as far as we know, now there, that re- report may exist. 
but we don't know about it. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you, and this is apart from RW Arms. This is Chad's opinion, okay? <laughs> Here's the thing. If you got a dude, like I've seen some pretty interesting speculations on what could have gone down that night. I had a lot of friends who were both at the concert and on stage at the concert. And so I've heard the perspective of all of that. So, um, and we've talked to folks. We've had folks on the show who were on stage there. Um, I woke up the morning. I was headed to L.A. that morning. I got up at 3 a.m. to to get to an early flight, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. And I always just look at Twitter first because it's the quickest thing if something's going on. And I'm getting text messages from people saying, hey, just so you know, we're okay. We're okay. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And I start looking at Twitter, and I see that this thing has gone down. And so I spent the entire morning on the phone with people who, who you know, were part of that or survived that or came real close to getting hurt in that. But back to my opinion is I just don't see how a guy, a single guy, can go in there from those two vantage points of two different windows and shoot down on people in that short a period of time, thousands of rounds a minute without barrels melting down. And, and, and I mean, this guy had a bipod on one gun. And it just it's like none, nothing, if you know anything about gun use and rifle use, it just doesn't make sense. Correct. And then the whole thing gets buried up the way that it does, and it's just crazy. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I say that all the time, and then I start espousing conspiracy <laughs> theories. But, you know, I, it, it's weird when you start looking at things like this. Yeah. So why did it get buried? Why, what was the reasoning behind we don't know. that? Don't you know they can't talk about it, no. Natalie? <laughs> Just like a woman. I can't talk about that, honey. Well, I'm going to keep asking you. <laughs> why? 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 We don't know. We'd love to know. Yeah, everybody would. We'd love to know. Everybody would. I mean, you know, here you've got you guys, RW Arms. I mean, your business has been punished because of this. Mm-hmm. People have been punished. So now if I don't even have a rifle, but I just happen to have a bump stock that's not on a rifle in my possession. That's a machine gun now. It I is. can get fined and go to jail Fel- for a felony for just owning the piece of plastic that's not attached to a gun. $250,000 fine and up to 10 years in prison. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I slapped party foul in the mouth. I was like, dude, look, he's like, you know, we could just bury him out in the backyard. Right. And I'm like, no, no, we can't. <laughs> they would last. Forever, I love though. my rectum the size it is. I don't want to go to prison. We would never give anyone advice to not follow the law. We've been on the on the white side of a black and white line. Yeah. All along. Sure we're going to continue to be. And that's one of the reasons we're, we're fighting the way we are. I even got Mark. I, uh, I got Mark drunk in Vegas, and I was trying to pull information out of him. And he's like, you're going to have to sign this non-disclosure agreement before you even sit in my presence here at the Aria Bar. <laughs> I want you to tell us how you turned them all in at once. How did you go through that process? You turn them in at – where did you turn those in at, and how did that go? So pretty interesting. We were approached by the ATF. They they were fully aware of how many we had in inventory. Yeah. And they were – struggling is probably the wrong word. They weren't set up to handle the logistics of it. Well, essentially we're a online retailer distributor. That's what we do. We handle all the logistics, all of our suppliers, distribution, wholesale. Um, so we were already set up for it. So we already had the trucks rented. We did, we had an agreement with American recycling there in Fort Worth mm-hmm. and they took them all in. We recycled all of them. We didn't destroy them for the sole purpose of destruction. Yeah. We recycled them there in American Recycling. So the American Shredder is on the backside, and they took them and lifted them all in with grappler cranes and crushed them all. So wow. we, we we did never turned anything over to the ATF. ATF escorted us as our drivers took them over, to, and we had them destroyed hmm. under their watch. So essentially, they at that point, they were technically felonies. Yeah. So is that a creepy feeling? It was uh, it was pretty strange. It was especially strange when they asked us to postpone it one more day. We were ready to do it on Monday when it would all have been legal. Yeah. And they asked us to postpone it one day. Oh god. Put it off to Tuesday. Um that was <laughs> that was a little nerve wracking, let's just say that. Ten so. years for each bump stock, you're uh <laughs> you're gonna be in there for a while. Your rectum will <laughs> yeah. never be the same. No, we were yeah. We did everything we could to avoid that for sure. That's crazy. I mean that really is. I mean that that this and again, I've always said any country boy knows how to use a belt loop or a rubber band to do the same thing. And, you know, it's it's just this looking for some place to put blame on an object. I, I've never understood this mindset. I, I can go one step farther with that. 
this guy right here can bump fire almost anything out there with no bump stock. He's been in the in the business now how many years? Uh, ten years. Ten years since bump stocks were originally yeah. patented. Um, and we continue to say that bump firing is not going away. That cat is out of the bag. People know about it. People know about belt loops and everything else. Um, but a bump stock is actually the safest way to bump fire. It requires you to hold the, the firearm firmly yeah. with both hands. Everything else, you have to hold it loosely. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I can't hit anything with a bump yeah. stock. <laughs> so let I me tried a few you, months ago about at the range. I was like, let yeah. me do this again. Let me see. Nope, can't hit it. If they're considered a machine gun now, can they be serial numbered and registered as and sold as a machine gun and legally be owned? So as this was all coming about, we knew there were several different scenarios. One was clearly that. Uh, that happened with the auto sear years ago. That was the closest thing we've ever seen, something that was an accessory or component. It's completely legal. And then through a rule change or legislation, either one became illegal for ownership. And they had, I believe it was a two-year registration period where they had to be serialized, go out and go file. Yeah. Was it two years? I think so. I'm not sure, though. So that was the closest thing. So we knew that was an option. So that's another reason that we did wait um, until the you know 11th hour. Yeah. To, to have to destroy these. Yeah. Well, that and so. because gun owners of America was still fighting um, and Firearms Policy Coalition, they're still fighting for the second man, which we were trying to hold out for as long as we could. Sure. Because um, we're supporting those guys, hoping that they were going to get something done. Um, what do you What do you think the chances are of getting restitution, for lack of better terms? I mean, of the federal government coming back and saying, hey, we're willing to pay for this policy. And you guys are out all of this merchandise, these items, these manufactured items that cost you money. Uh, you know, I think when everything was written, they didn't they didn't realize how much inventory was still on the market. Yeah. And I think if they could have redone it a different way, they probably would have. I think at this point, it's a pretty clear takings, uh, Fifth Amendment takings yeah. suit. Um, well, even their uh, estimation of how many are out there, I think DOJ was saying between five or 600,000. Uh, we know it's probably closer to one to one point two million. Yeah, there's none at my house, DOJ. There's <laughs> none at my house. <laughs> there's, no, there's no record of sales of no no stocks. No, and that's the other thing. You know, the privacy of our clients is paramount to our long term success. I mean that that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. There are no serial numbers. There's no requirement for for any kind of list. For lack of a better term, there's no. Well, I mean, you're not buying. You know, if I go out and buy a magazine, there's no record of. But now, if you go buy a machine gun, yeah. which Now these are classified as. Yeah. Then you would have to. So now we we don't know what's going to happen. We don't think the wording is in its final stages for what we're looking at right now. Yeah. I think there's probably going to have to be a rewrite for it to to go through. Mm-hmm. In that case, an injunction or stay would be, um, you know, would would absolutely be. Yeah, you know, in place. Well, and that's the that's the frustrating thing because I know there's people who would watch this or listen to this podcast and they'd be like, "Well, I'm not a gun enthusiast. It doesn't really affect me. I've never had bump stocks." No, no, it does affect you because if they can do that here, again, it's the slippery slope. They can do it in a lot of places. What if they want to start? And they do want to start restricting your free speech. What if all of a sudden they want to say, "Okay, well, yeah, uh, women can vote, but women have to be able to pass this requirement," you know. So many jokes. This can get oh. me in trouble. But what if you wanted to do that with the black vote? What if you wanted to say, okay, well, you have to earn this much income in order to be – or any vote. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's ludicrous. People would never even think about something like that happening. But again, why would we be thinking about you taking away an accessory from a rifle, a rifle that's an inanimate object that has nothing to do with these mass killings and has anything to do with these shootings? You know, I had a guy who sent me a message from Nova Scotia last week, two weeks ago, and he wanted to talk about – uh how whites need to own the responsibility for mass shootings because it's a it's a white thing that happens. And I said, well, uh, it's interesting that you that's that's the way where you're going to go. You American white people really need to own this epidemic. And I said, well, there's only been in the last what twenty years sixty white people involved in a mass shooting. We are the majority of the population in America. So out of three hundred thirty million people over the last twenty years, which actually more than that. 
But on average, at any given time, 330 million people in the country, and there's only been 60 white people that have engaged in this. We're not talking about an epidemic thing that's going on here. But everybody's trying to look at this because it is so, quote unquote, horrific of saying, oh, my God, these people have access to these guns. And it's, it, this is not an epidemic thing. This is something Angry the left. white men. Angry white men. This is a thing that, that, that the left likes to jump on. They like to go after it. And ultimately, it's guys like yourself. Well, it's all of us that suffer, but it's guys like yourself in business who really, I mean, it becomes a monetary financial. Yeah, I think we were running hit. numbers the other day. And uh, I, I may be wrong on this one. This would be more of a question for Mike, but I think it was somewhere around 40% of yeah. our sales were, uh, were bump stock dependent. Yeah. So not just bump stocks, but all the accessories that go with it. So additional finger rests. Uh, aluminum blocks or a- additional plastic interface blocks, all those things were were for sale. We yeah. controlled 100% of that market. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where things go. Yeah. I'm seeing this lawsuit actually populate in the news as we're speaking Yeah, right now from the Dallas Morning News, and it's growing from there. Buckle up. When did y'all come out with the press release? Uh, as we walked in the studio, just today. Yeah. So you just today came out. We were our thing. first, our yeah. first stop. Let's yeah. say. Well, let's look at it. I want to. I want us to look at it here because this thing is. This is a breaking deal. So Fort Worth, Texas, April eighth, two thousand nineteen. Fort Worth based retailer R W Arms Ltd. has filed a federal lawsuit seeking monetary damages for the fair market value of seventy three thousand four hundred thirty six bump stocks it destroyed in compliance with the bump stock ban that went into effect on Tuesday, March twenty sixth. The ban, which was enacted by the Trump administration, reclassifies bump stock devices as machine guns, therefore subject to regulation part of the Gun Control Act of nineteen sixty eight. The rule requires that previously lawful owners destroy or surrender the device without compensation or be subject to a penalty of up to 10 years in federal prison and 250000 in fines for each violation. Now, if that don't piss you off, it should. RW Arms joins retailer The Modern Sportsman in suing the federal government for this taking without just, compens- just compensation. The lawsuit alleges that the regulation which forces lawful owners to destroy or surrender the device is a physical taking of their property without just compensation in violation of the Fifth Amendment of the United States Constitution. Their case captioned the Modern Sportsman versus et al. versus United States was filed on March 29th, Court of Federal Claims, Washington, D.C. Yeah. And then you got the quote, without legislation, the government was able to overturn the previous ruling on bump stocks, effectively turning law-abiding gun owners into felons overnight. Listen, and that's real stuff, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's real stuff. I mean, you immediately become just as – did you hear about the story? Where was a guy in California who came in and tried to turn in like 12 of his guns, and they arrested him on 12 felony counts because he was trying to do the right freaking thing? No, I did not. In California. That happened a couple of weeks ago. I mean, this if you think this doesn't affect you, I mean, all of a sudden you're going to go to prison for things you didn't even realize you were breaking the law over, you know, because you got a bump stock accessory. You know, you got an extra thumb rest, finger rest, or whatever. Mm-hmm. In fact, we spoke with the owners of Fostec, which is another – a manufacturer of bump stocks, and they destroyed 100% of their finger rests. That's what they were most concerned with because they didn't yeah. have any more made. Theirs were machined, took a little bit more, and you know they've adjusted all that that equipment and run times over to making the uh, binary trigger. Yeah. So their Echo 2 binary trigger, which is you know another fun way to be able to, to rapid-fire shoot. Yeah. See, here's the thing that people don't realize, and I piss people off when I say this, but that's okay. I'm okay to piss you off. So listen to me when I say it again because it's the truth. Donald Trump, who – look, I'm all I'm great with Donald Trump. He is what he is. I think that the man's done a great job as president in terms of the things he's gotten done. He's got the foot and mouth disease, and he's going to say things crazy all the time. But we all say things crazy all the time because we're crazy. And so here's the thing. Donald Trump is not a Republican. He is not a super conservative. He is a moderate person who is just left of center, just left not right, left of center. And they hate him so much on the true left that they've gone bonkers trying to go off the reservation just to prove how far right he is. Donald Trump is not far right. All you got to do is look at his policies. He's not far right. And this is one of them where I have massively disagreed with the man. And I'm telling you, Mr. President, I love you. But we got to switch this back. I mean, this thing is crazy. This is nuts. This is a slippery slope when it comes to the U.S. Constitution. You know, we talk about this all the time. We're truly on the front lines of the Second Amendment. If we're first, then who's next? If we lose this fight, then the fight shifts to someone else. Who is that going to be? We'll still be there to support them, too. Yeah. But this is our fight. This is why we're fighting. We're fighting for everyone who believes in the Second Amendment. And no matter 
how much we talk, if we could be blue in the face, if we can discuss this with some people and know there are some people out there at the end of the day that will never believe that one simple part of the second second amendment that says shall not be infringed yeah. to us is vital mm-hmm. uh, to other people. They don't, they don't believe that should be even thought about or noticed. Yeah. So, and this is an infringement. Clearly. This is an infringement. I mean, it, you have just infringed, you've infringed on their right to be able to make money. I mean, off of, off of something that constitutionally, according to the second amendment and the fifth amendment, they were allowed to do. Oh yeah. They were mm-hmm. allowed to do. So and we've always been on the very white side of a black and white line. Yeah. We're You're never so going to white. You guys wore white <laughs> shirts today. Look at these guys. <laughs> Y'all are twinsies. Not, not intentional. <laughs> hey, man, I'm wearing white. You wearing white? Hell yeah. We're yeah. on the white side of a black and white issue. <laughs> it's always funny when I pull up to pick Chad up and we're wearing the same shirt. He has to go back inside and change. It's literally never funny. <laughs> Secret lovers. Yeah, I know. Secret lovers. Is that what you were singing? Go on, Natalie. Trying so hard, chance. She's wearing a see-through shirt. Can we can we throw a censored block up there? (laughs) I have a tank top underneath. That's okay. I've already checked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Did you see? I got a message this morning from someone who's a fan, quote unquote fan, in the UK, and they were talking about. They said we have been a huge supporter of Brexit. We've been a huge supporter of Trump. In fact. Many people in the U.K. look at Trump as being the savior for everybody because of the things he has stood for. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, because here's a guy who hasn't come out and said, well, I'm going to toe the line on this or that. and I don't care about the mainstream media and I'm immune to political correctness. Appreciate that about Trump. And they said, you know, here's the issue that we have that what we're seeing going on in America. They said, we're not London. We live in the northern part of the U.K. where we're treated as non-people we're like you the folks in the deep south in america we're, they're thought of as the rednecks as the mm. as the people that don't but he said you know we're not having people stabbed on the daily in london or having acid thrown in their face did you see the deal where of course you know in the uk where guns are banned where did you see where they had that knife confiscation or knife turn-in box where you just go and you just drop your knives in because they're trying to curb knife balance violence so what happened somebody stole the knife box <laughs> Over the weekend, somebody went and grabbed the big, like like one of these Goodwill boxes uh-huh. just loaded with knives, and somebody said, okay, well. Yeah, just over the weekend, there were two two folks in London who got into a machete fight yeah. in the streets. Yeah. You know, London just passed New York City as a more violent city. So. Yeah. It's crazy. And you've got you've got places in Central, Central and South America. I've been, you know, look, I, I've seen these guys. I've been in Honduras, up in the villages. I've seen these guys walking around with guns tucked in their belt, carrying their machetes. Their their weapon of choice is a machete. I've seen people with their arms hacked off who survived a, a lack of better terms, a bar fight or a disagreement, and they just went at each other with machetes and things like that. Look, evil exists. If you're going to kill somebody, you'll find a way to kill them. I mean, I think my wife's trying to kill me right now. I'm probably going to wind up on an episode of Dateline. She can't handle a bump stock. She can barely clear around. But you know what? She'll still find a way to kill me. It's still in there. It's still in there. So I hope you guys, I wish you guys the best of success. I hope it makes a big, big splash. Because, again, there are people out there who say, well, I don't need a bump stock to shoot. Well, I don't either. I mean, it's never been like a big thing. But there's a lot of people out there. Again, it's an infringement. I really want one now. (laughs) You just want forbidden fruit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Hey, Trump, we want it. Yeah. Need my bump stock. But here's a bump stock. Here's a bump stock. So what's next? You guys obviously aren't going out of business. No, business we're not. is still good. So I mean, what's next? I mean, what's going to be the focus? Can y'all even talk about oh, yeah. those things? Oh or? yeah, we can. Yeah. I didn't even. We neither one of us saw this California high capacity magazine issue. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a got an injunction put in place. Another week later, the the, the judge himself stayed his own injunction. So we had quite, quite a rush. Is an understatement on on high capacity magazines. Yeah. So we had a very large inventory at the time, and we're practically sold out. Yeah. And it's it's insane. So we were uh, every now and then we'll have a little uh, uh, little magazine loading night around the house. We just get all hands on deck, and we'll just especially we've been at the range a lot lately. We just go in and we just start loading up magazines and my wife's like how many of these have we got to do i said all, all of them she goes <laughs> why why me and i said just trust me 
they're here. They're going to be loaded. Yeah. They're all going to be loaded. <laughs> I just love knowing I can go in the safe or in the closet and there's just stacks. I was on the phone with some retailers over the weekend talking about our previous week's sales. And yeah. it wasn't just us. It was everyone. So the question was was raised. How many high-capacity magazines do you, we think went into California over the mm-hmm. past week or week and a half? And my simple answer was all of them. All of them. All of them. I just got back from California and did a show, uh, two shows out in California, and it was our sixth and seventh show in California this year. And folks in California are great. Now, it has its bad image because of the, the people that are out there that live in that bubble in certain places. But by and large, the people of California are great. They just get hosed by their government and in a platform that's diametrically opposed to what they value and believe in. But, yeah, one of the ladies that worked at the venue, we were at Big Theater, a thousand people were there for the show, and – she was telling me about, you know, getting her concealed carrier and being able to carry in California because she worries so much in the area where she's living. And I'm like, I bet you really had to jump through some hoops to deal with all of that. Because, I mean, they change everything from the the, the, the way the stocks on the rifles are. I'm going to give it that California mm-hmm. stock, which is ugly and dumb. Oh, yeah. And they get away, do everything they can to get away from a pistol grip. And We have to be very careful what we even sell into California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't sold bump stocks into California, even though – even though there's no clear legislation even previous to the federal ruling, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just not, not something worth worth it. Yeah. You have to be careful about all stocks, you know, anything with a pistol grip. You have to be careful about triggers. We don't sell any binary triggers in. So if somebody orders something, do you have to go in and kind of check what the legality is in that state before you ship it or even make the sale, the transaction final? We do, but ultimately it's up to the end user to know their own state laws and regulations. We would do our due diligence to try to prevent it from even happening. Yeah. But there's so much stuff changing all the time. We can't keep up. But we try. But like I said, at the end, it's it's up to the end user. Our site is incredibly robust. Um, When we were setting up everything through very, very close conversation, what we needed to do and be able to do as we grow and move forward. Yeah. We can turn on and off every area based on zip code, based on state, based on however we want for every single individual product or segment. So I could turn off all bump stocks with one button for a state, turn them all off for the United States. At one time, I can turn off binary triggers for one state. Municipalities, uh, let's say uh, Columbus, Ohio, had a bump stock ban. We didn't ship to those zip codes. And then when their state uh, at the state Supreme Court ruled that was unconstitutional and a state infringement of their Second Amendment rights, uh, that happened, what, about six, eight months ago? We could just turn those right back on. Mm. So that's that's going to be anyone that operates at a national level in the firearms business. We have to. We it's paramount that we protect our customers. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. I have people who will hear me talk about guns, and they're like, "Oh, you're one of those gun nuts, one of those lovers. You probably support the NRA." Yes, I do. I support RW Arms. I support these guys who are out there because they're free to do what they're doing and they're not hurting anybody. And they're like, oh, you just, you're just one of the, you're part of the problem. You know, you got the Alyssa Milanos of the world. Who, you're part of the problem. And, no, I've never shot anybody. So I'm not, actually. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, never, I've never pulled a gun on somebody. I've never aimed a gun at another human being. It's never crossed my mind to have to do that. So, you know, I, I've never, so no, I'm not part of the problem. I'm defending people's rights to protect themselves, protect their families, protect their homes. I'm being outspoken about that, and there's nothing wrong. I am being a constitutional American. Absolutely. Everybody else should do the same thing. You know, let's address, as you said, mental health. I mean, these, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still say the worst thing Ronald Reagan ever did was empty the asylums because all the crazy people got out, and then they got together and started having crazy babies. All you got to do is go to San Diego or New York or L.A. <laughs> and look at all the crazy babies walking around. Well, Go to a, Dallas. Question. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the event all this tomorrow was lifted, can y'all go right back? Y'all better get all that or... scrap plastic I mean, back. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our. That's going to be our question for Mike, our CFO. We will ramp back up and try to get stuff back in order as fast as we can. Um, yeah. But we don't have them right now. I mean, obviously we, like we all know, we took them under supervision of ATF and got destroyed. Yeah. So. You know, if it all changes, uh, we'll gear up and. If there is a injunction, then mm-hmm. we do have the ability to start taking pre-orders immediately and being able to start shipping orders within nine days. Oh wow! Of that is our closest estimate, but we might be able to do that a little, little more quickly. That's the thing. That's what makes my my 
the libertarian in me rise up. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Like, don't touch my stuff. It's not hurting you. It's not hurting you. That guy in Vegas, I promise you, what he did was not because of bump stocks. No. It wasn't because of bump stocks. And I'll I'll take anybody, if legally we could get away with it, anybody that wants to argue with me, you ever if you've ever fired, if you've never fired anything that had a bump stock on a rifle, then I'll take you to the range and prove to you how bad you suck trying to shoot a bump stock. I mean, is it a it, there's there's a lot there's a lot of ways to rapid fire a rifle. But I encourage you, get your rifle, get from get your stuff from RW Arms, <laughs> build out your build out your gun. Build out your rifle, and that's because y'all do have a robust sight. You got oh, all yeah. this stuff. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have fun building out, um, you know, your your AR-15. Yeah, and be able to start from that whole process. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, from how you pick your lower to start with, to you know, picking your hardware triggers. There are optics, so many everything. things in life that men wish they could choose about themselves. Being able to pick your lower is honest <laughs> to God something that all men wish that they could do in their life. I want to pick my own lower. And uh, let me tell you. No, women do too. Only (laughs) women want to pick men's lower too. (laughs) If only you could do that. Well, guess what? You can. You go to RW Arms. It's rwarms.com, right? We don't sell anything serialized. Y'all don't do anything serialized. So So you'd have to get your own lower. But these guys will. They'll, they'll, they know how to make it pretty. Oh, we yeah. dress it up after Real that. Real pretty. It's like buying a new Ford truck and then taking it out to get yeah. accessories on it. I love it because I've posted a few of y'all's pictures of different different guns that were done out, and, and people were like, you know, everybody when it comes to guns is an expert. You know, how you mm-hmm. hold the gun, how you look at the gun, how the gun looks, how it's got this. You know, this is on the rail, that's on the rail. Why is there a second sight on the rail, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just shut up and enjoy the beauty of it. Just look <laughs> at it. Yep. Just look at it. That's like... <clears throat> It's like opening up a Playboy magazine when you're 13 years old and criticizing the girl because her ankles are thick. <laughs> like, just shut up and enjoy it. Look at it. Sorry, mom. It's party time, mom. Party time, party mom. Party time, mom. My mother. That's that's our thing. We're getting t-shirts made called "It's Party Time, Mom" because my mom watches the thing and she's like, "I love your show, but just y'all shouldn't get into party time." <laughs> mom, mom, I love you. It's party time. <laughs> Oh, that's that break brought to you by Redneck Riviera Whiskey right there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you guys, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm proud to be uh, uh, in relationship with you yep. guys, partnering with you guys. We had a blast Absolutely. out in Vegas. We appreciate every minute um, of it. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm 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 a big supporter of RW Arms. And, and once I got to know you guys better and better, of course, we got to know each other. Let's tell that story. We got to know each other by accident. Yeah, because Steve is such a social guy. I talk to everybody. Yeah. And I mean, I am too, but I was just having a drink. So we were traveling to, where were we going? We were going to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. We had a sh- we had two shows in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we broke up our trip. We stopped in Wichita, Kansas and spent the night. We were staying at the hotel there. And uh, you guys were at the, Mark, yep. you. Were, I saw a girl you, at the bar. Yeah, I saw a girl at the bar. <laughs> and uh, she was wearing and a Mark long horns. Y'all were wearing Longhorns paraphernalia. Right. And we had just come back from You had been at the Kansas University of Kansas game. at the Kansas-Texas game, UT game. I thought you had taken your daughter for a campus visit, you know, but That's it's awesome. one of those things. <laughs> you know, people think my yeah. wife's my daughter sometimes. I get, yeah. I get accused of that. But you, I th- you were like, yeah, we were up at the U, and I was like, oh, y'all went to the game. So we got to talking and hanging out, and, and then we hung out all night long. Yeah, and, I, think, and, I think the way it really started, unfortunately, didn't recognize you at first, even though I'd been a longtime fan. <laughs> Just didn't expect to see you there. I know how to go incognito, and, baby. And Steve and I started talking about both being Marines. It's how the conversation all started. Yeah. So, and then I uh, just realized we kind of got along from there and continued relationship since uh, our shop and our 20,000-square-foot know, warehouse that we have in Fort Worth was yeah. just a couple miles from y'all. You're right up the road from where we live. Oh, yeah. Because later on, I think Steve and I went gone somewhere, and then we met back up with you later on. And in the yeah. middle, Steve was like, do you know who he is? Like, do you know what they do? And I was like, no, what about it? And yeah. so he started telling me. I was like, well, that's fascinating. That's cool. And you guys are neighbors. Yep. So then we wound up going out for SHOT Show, which everybody should go to SHOT Show at least once. You should go out there and just check out all things guns and armament and tactical and just all of it out in Vegas. It happens every January. And uh, you guys threw one heck of a party. Thank at you. The, at the Aria. And uh, it was, that was a blast. And I hope you all continue to do that. We've already got it rented out for next year. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> FYI. I'll, uh, that was a fun night. Mike Rowe was hanging out. He didn't come to the party per se, but he was there yep. in the bar in the restaurant. So we were hanging out. Mike Rowe was there and various others. Our buddy Jeff Kyle came over and, 
Hot News Natalie was there at the party, and Ashley Camrath was there. And yeah. Speaking of, of speaking of Jeff Kyle, Can we good time that? to mention. Uh, yeah, the American Valor Foundation, the Chris Kyle Memorial Benefit, which is coming up May fourth. You guys are going to come over to that. We also sponsored it. Heck yeah! So we're one mm-hmm. of the one of the sponsors for that. Beautiful, yep. and we're going to go be a big part of that. Can't can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate y'all being a part of that, and because uh, that's a great great organization that I'm fortunate enough to be on the board with, and and um, yeah, it's it's a good deal. We're going to be there in Fort Worth at the River Ranch uh, place in the Fort Worth Stockyards on May fourth that evening. Big time. So I appreciate y'all sponsoring that. But, yeah, man, I, I don't care how I get there. I'm not missing any more shot shows Mm-mm. coming out there, hanging with you guys. It's a party. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, what could go wrong in Vegas? <laughs> what could go wrong in Vegas? There's still pictures floating around out there popping up from that party, and I'm like, wait, what? Huh? I was in bed by, like, 10 o'clock that night. That ought to tell you how – because that party started at, like, 5 in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah, we did a happy hour, and – had some industry leaders out there. We were fortunate yeah. enough to call them friends. Um, but we also, these are people that we support and we do work with. And we knew we were going to be first on that firing line. Yeah. And we wanted the people who were going to be next to be there too. So we had, you know, X products. We we carry a bunch of their products and they're good partners with us in the industry. Mm-hmm. We had all of them there. They do high capacity magazines. They do the can cannon. Mm-hmm. So the t-shirt cannon. Yeah. They do a bunch of products. They're innovative. Uh, yeah, my guys down at Nine yeah. Line Apparel, they um, yeah. they had the Undertaker and his wife Michelle, yeah. Mimi McCool were were down there, and they were shooting that that can cannon. Yeah, like hey, I'm gonna have to get one of those. Yeah, we have a few. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the accessories with it. That's awesome. I, I I was seeing them shooting that deal down in Savannah, Georgia. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to get one of those. That's another. That's another great item that people aren't using it the way it's probably best utilized. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best bird hunting trainer. For your dogs out there, because they're used to a firearm going off next to them, yeah. and then they go run and get a ball. Yeah, they shoot. Shoots no one ball. even talks about that. Yeah, I'm surprised every bird hunter doesn't use them. Yeah. Well, that and I was practicing country. with my son, pop up flies, shooting tennis balls straight up and making him <laughs> catch them. Because I just can't having throw fun it doing up. it. Yeah, scaring the crap out of the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Put a bump stock on that can cannon and make that kid run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There are no more bump stocks. Hey, All shut right, up, right. Steve. <laughs> Your Second Amendment rights have been violated. They, I, I feel infringed. I feel infringed. But I don't want to go to prison because I don't want to be infringed in other ways either. That's right. Yeah. I like to keep my fringe right where it is, not infringed. Oh, Natalie, you better remember this when you guys open up Texas Shooting Sports. There's laws now. You Texas can't just have experience. a gun. You, you're combining the two names, which is fine. I do it all the time. DFW. Shooting sports. Shooting sports and Texas gun experience. That's it. That's what it is. When when we went to Vegas and I got to go to their event, they when they showed up today, I was like, oh my gosh, I was at your event at Aria. Do you remember me? They were like, no. That's not true. Good. I said I did. How would anybody forget <laughs> you, Natalie? You <laughs> should have worn the see-through well, there shirt. Were, there, yeah. you, they ha- I was a nobody in a sea of very influential people. We've gotten some great feedback from that event, too. Yeah. Uh, guys who have been to that show 20-plus years said that's the single best event they've ever gone to. It wasn't just a drunk fest, even though there were plenty mm-hmm. of, of booze there. Yeah, nobody Every, got stupid or everyone crazy Everyone was there anything. to work. Yeah. You know, there were some great contacts made. Yeah. And I think that's something that was really lacking prior. Um, I think when people hear us talk about having a great party, that's oh, what yeah. people assume. Is they're like, oh, you guys just went out there and got wow. No, it was a great networking event. It was a great party. Yeah. Yep. It, oh, yeah. it did what parties should do. I mean, it, it brought it brought attention to the cause, the company. You guys showed the promo video at the end of the evening, and Steve cried. And, I mean, he was all teared up oh, and stuff and emotional. Video. I did yeah. cry a little bit, but I was drunk. I don't know. I need a drink right now. <laughs> well, it's party time, Mom. Party time, Mom. It's party time, Mom. <laughs> this moment of silence brought to you by Redneck Riviera Whiskey. That was fun. Now, what uh, do you think Texas is going to become a constitutional carry state? Well, it just got shot down over the weekend or yeah. late, late last week. I know gun owners of America have people in place that have really been working toward that. Yeah. What's your gut feeling, Mike? It should be. I think it I should agree. be. It's I'm surprised it carry. isn't, but you're right. It did get shot down in legislation. And um, 
Did you see the? Did you see the one? Was that that was Texas, wasn't it, where the guy was upset? The lawmaker was upset because somebody came to his house. Yeah, that was actually. We found out that's actually not exactly true. Not true. No. Imagine that. So. Yeah. So that, but I mean, that was the excuse, right? Oh, yeah. Was we're we're not going to be harassed into making a law happen. <clears throat> so and somebody came to our house, and we're just not going to put up with that. So multiple reports. It'll be worth looking into in the next couple of days. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep an eye on that this week. Well, anyway, I appreciate you guys coming on. RWArms.com is the website, yep. right? RWArms.com. You guys have been on the front lines. Stay in, and there's so many things that you can't talk about. I'm just anxious to see uh, how it all turns out, how it comes out with not only that with the filing, but with the future of gun ownership and things like that, because I think the first day that the, and I'm not saying this means spirited, I'm just telling you the first day that the second amendment is repealed is the first day of the second American revolution. It really is because people aren't going to put up with that. Nope. No, we're not raised. We're not, that's not <clears throat> in our blood. We are revolutionaries by nature. We are patriots by nature. And I know that there are people who are offended by that and they want to take offense at anything around the rhetoric talking patriotism or revolutionary, but let me tell you, we don't do tyranny around here. And that's just in the and this is that was this decision on the part of this administration in trying to uh, just coddle people, just trying to no pun intended there, just trying to make people feel good about right. themselves, you yeah. know what I mean? Um and say, Oh look, in legislation's being enacted. I mean, this prime minister, everybody says we should be more like New Zealand. The prime minister comes out and within days of the Christchurch shooting says all semi-automatic weapons, all, you know, assault style rifles got to go. Well, first of all, they don't have a constitution like we do. And no, we should not emulate that kind of thing because that is called dictatorship. Well, that's what's scary about this bump stock thing. If they can get them yeah. agree with it doing this. Without legislation, changing the rule. Yeah. I understand people don't like bump stocks, and not every, it's not for everybody. Right. But they, everybody needs to pay attention to this, because if they can get rid of it like this, what's next? Yeah. They take, you know, you give an inch, they take a mile. Chance, do you see how he pointed at me when he said not everybody's, it's not for everybody? That's messed up, man. That wasn't good. <laughs> I feel judged by Mike. <laughs> no, I no. judging. No, accurate, I agree with though. you. It was accurate. You <clears throat> I said judge you all the time. It's all right. You shouldn't have a. I shouldn't have one. Right. I shouldn't have one. What, Steve? I said I judge you all the time. I know you so. do. Trust That's me. responsible ownership when you know that you shouldn't have something. Yeah. Then you don't have yeah, it. It's not my kind of thing. The gun range is gonna, going to have 200 machine guns. I have no desire to go shoot machine guns myself. I like, I prefer handguns. Yeah. But it's they're not for everybody. You know? I'm a two-pump chump. I really am. Just bang. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> bang, and then the... Then the uh, then the uh, Tannerite goes off. Bang, bang. That's the way I like it. Mm-hmm. 300, 500, a mile, whatever. However many yards out it needs to be. A mile. Hey, Chad, we were talking about that Chris Kyle event coming up. We also have the Roughnecks and Rednecks. I know we invited you to. Yeah. That's out in Rising Star, Texas. They, it's a group that uh, they do fundraisers and take this money and go out and shoot wild pigs. Yeah. And butcher them out, and in natural disaster areas like in Houston and stuff, they went down there and fed people with this. Yeah. And they're throwing a hell of a party down there on 4th of July. You should come. It's on the 4th of July, right? It is on the 4th of July. Where in In Rising Star, Texas? Rising Star, Texas. It's about an hour and a half west of Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Little town, but... um, Scott Haley does a great job putting it all together. Fireworks show. There's going to be... Some good Texas country out there, I believe. uh, Wade Bowen's headline. Wade Bowen's headline. Ricky Gervinio. William sure Clark Green. Yeah. No. So it's going to be a hell of a party. He's matured up to Rick Trevino. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we played Little League together. No, no kidding. Oh, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> so is Rick Trevino. I know. <laughs> that in the Austin area? Yeah. He's from Round Rock. Lake Travis? Or, oh, Round yeah. Rock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, that is a good good event. Y'all need to go to that. Uh, and Hopefully we can figure something out. We're going to figure it out yeah. one way or another. We're going to figure it out. Uh, whether I'm there or whatever, we'll figure it out. I just never know because Fourth of July always gets crazy and busy. But I'd love to be there for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll do something. But, man, there's all kind of stuff going on. There's ways you can support. Support organizations and companies like RW Arms. Support the NRA. People talking about, oh, they're just gun lobbyists. They're a terrorist organization. Don't, don't, don't even get us going on. Don't on, forget about gun owners of America. They're doing a yeah. ton on the front lines. Yeah. So they really are. Yeah. Not just for us, but constitutional carry, the front lines for that. They're on 
they're, they're doing a great job nationally. Yeah. Our freedoms are at risk, folks. They, they, they're at risk. And I'm telling you, um, the more, the more the crazies pop out, the more they're going to continue coming after the stuff that's ours. And I say, don't touch our stuff. Um, we, we, we practice responsible gun ownership and gun safety and, and, you know, look, my kids know how to handle guns. My wife knows all my wives know how to handle guns. And so, I mean, they, they, it's just, it's ingrained, you know, I, I was shooting rifles when I was two, three years old with my grandfather's help. You know, I was learned gun safety as a child. And that's just the nature of the game. And, uh, you know, anyway, America's the greatest country on the planet, but folks really, they really want to do what they can to make it not so anymore. And I'll say this, too. People talk about, well, Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. No, people like us will not allow that to happen, I assure you. We don't do dictatorships, whether it's Donald Trump or whoever else. We don't do dictatorships in this country. So, Hence the Second Amendment. Hence the Second Amendment. That's right. People say, well, it's the government. You can't fight the government. Tell that to those folks holed up in those caves in Afghanistan for the last 50 years. They've done a hell of a job fighting some pretty big governments. And because they because they've got a passion for their life. So anyway, R.W. Arms, Mark Maxwell, Mike Stewart. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you you for having us. Hopefully it was on another time. We could talk about some other products. Yeah. uh, Other uh, firearm related issues or anything else. Just being we'll keep an R.W. Arms update going on. We need to. You you bring the the shopping letter out, the newsletter. (laughs) (laughs) Make it later in the day. Make it happy hour. I'd appreciate it. It's already out. happy hour. We'll have the cooler of beer waiting on you guys. We're we'll here for another happy hour at the oh, absolutely. the wing place. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, let's do that. That's true too. I haven't seen you in a minute. We got to yeah. get together. I've been gone. You've been you've been busy. So we've been, we, we we've had some stuff going. You've been on. destroying property. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Come and see me on the road. I'm going to be in, uh, depending on when this episode airs, I think it's going to come out pretty quick. I'm going to be in Spokane, Washington on the 24th. I'm going to be in Boise, Idaho on the 25th. The 26th, I'm going to be in Idaho Falls. The 27th, I'm going to be in Casper, Wyoming. Then May 11th in Augusta, Georgia. Go to watchchad.com. I'll tell you all the wrong dates. Go to watchchad.com. Get the dates. Come out and see us live. And check these guys out. Join us at the Chris Kyle Memorial Benefit May 4th River Ranch in the Stockyards in Fort Worth. Uh, RW Arms is a major sponsor for that event. We're going to have a blast raising money for first responders as well as our military and our veterans because we believe, as Chris believed, that you've got to serve those who served us. And that's what we do with American Valor Foundation. And then go out to Rise and Star. Tell me again the name of the event, Mike. Roughnecks and Rednecks. Roughnecks and Rednecks. So go out there. That's going to be a rowdy time. And they're raising money and they're doing some good things. And uh, and check them out. Going to have some fun. But anyway, can't wait to show you guys the process as well of building out this new AR-15. Because because Daddy needs a new gun. Baby. <laughs> Daddy always needs a new gun. Appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you guys for subscribing and listening. Go to blazetv.com/slash/humor. Use promo code Chad for hot news. Natalie Party Foul Stephen Chance the Rapper. That's W R A P P A. Chance the Ginger Rapper. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, who's over in the other building doing business stuff. Mark, Mike, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. And for all you all watching, subscribing, listening. I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.